Welcome. Earth, along with me. Oh, gnarly. Oh, my God, I shot my eye out. These go to 11. Reading Starfighter. Hasta la vista, baby. Hello, everybody, and welcome to 40 Going On 14. I am Mike. I am Patrick. I'm Joel. And I'm Josh. And tonight we are talking about TV theme songs, a topic we all enjoy, which is hot on the heels of Plan 9 from Outer Space. So you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both. (laughs) Then you have 40 Going On 14. 40 going on 14 is shot in front of a live studio audience. Yay! I'm, I'm not going to poop on Plan 9 anymore. I did enough of that last week. Pooping? Pooping on Plan <laughs> 9. I mean, oh, Dave okay. England? So this week we are talking about TV theme songs. Uh, TV! The ones, we, the ones that we remember, the ones that uh, from then, from now, you know, the whole thing. And also, what makes a good theme song? What makes a good... You know, because I, I kind of had this conversation with my family today talking about this, and I came to some conclusions, which we will get to. Oh, you've got thoughts. I have thoughts. Oh. Yes. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the meantime, I have opinions, but no thoughts. That actually explains a lot, really. <laughs> <laughs> I got cobwebs. <laughs> I got a rock to tie right. a string around. <laughs> I am an eye. Please wow. tell me one of you got that reference. I got that reference. Guy. Yeah. Okay. I I did not got that. No. Sorry. You did. He, Charlie Brown Halloween. Yep. Great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. I was just referencing uh, the giants. I got an apple. Rock. I got a candy bar. I got a rock. <laughs> I haven't seen that in a long time. Like actually, just watched it. It's been a long, long time. So. But uh, yeah. So this week. There has been conversation on uh, Discord. We had a lot, of, a lot of talk of. Let's see. Today we were talking about uh, choosing our adventure books. And one of our listeners found a, uh, whatchamacallit, a choosing our adventure book off of the stainless steel rat. That was Lepney. Ah, uh, yeah, yep. yeah. And um, another one of our listeners got what looks like uh, Caper Girl Mel. Found looks like a delicious, delicious bottle of Earl Grey gin. I was just going to say, because I like the taste of Earl Grey slash bergamot, but I hate the taste of gin. I think it might, it might work for you. Do you put it in the tea, the Earl Grey tea, or is that too much bergamot? Mm. Then it goes from Earl Grey to Earl Black. Hmm. So, all right. I want a burger, man. We uh, since we have no. Uh, if you first off, if you guys want to get in touch with us, you want to talk to us, click the <laughs> link for the Discord. You sound so uh, defeated. I know. I'm sorry. It wasn't a great joke. You don't need to get sad. Like <laughs> I, you made me sad because you know what? It's like it's like when Santa Claus gives you a rock for Christmas, and you're like, oh, thank you, Santa. I got a rock. It's like, I'd expect this from Joel. I wouldn't expect this from you. You just sound so defeated. But uh, yeah, give us a call at uh, 708 now wrap that's 708-669-9727, and definitely get on Discord. We've got a lot of good conversations going on there. Never ending. Never ending. In fact, this one of the conversations this week was, which is louder, my coffee grinder or a lawnmower? Hmm. And Rivet 
call out to you. I actually got a decibel meter for my phone and tested it out. And the grinder, coffee grinder came out at 81 decibels and my lawnmower came out at 86 decibels. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. Wait, is that loud? That's pretty loud. It's as loud as a coffee grinder. I mean, it's loud music. That's that's what, what the chart says. We also had a discussion of whether a bottle of Maggi seasoning from that expired in 2012 that I've moved with twice was probably still good or not. The decision was to get rid of it, if I remember correctly. <laughs> the decision was to get rid of it, yes. <laughs> you should probably not eat that. Yes, oh. when it was expired two addresses ago, it's probably time to get it's, rid of it. Basically, if you keep it now, you're keeping it forever. You're making a conscious decision <laughs> to never, ever throw it away. Scientists yep. one day will be like, what is this petrified thing? I, I think once you've stopped charting it by time and instead of by location, I think that's when you probably need to get rid of stuff. Mm-hmm. I've had I've had this, this catch-up for three moves now. It's like poster putty. But... This week, we also have the question of the week, since we don't have any questions or voicemails from everybody, and I am disappointed in all of you. I am disappointed. I know. I can, you can click the link in the show notes and leave us a voicemail, or just leave us a question on the Google form. And just call and say hi. Yeah, just say hi. Hi. We're not asking hey. for much. Just come by once in a while. Engage with us. Have a cup of tea. Your father and I miss you. We want to know how you're doing. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I'm getting to something else. <laughs> That's sad. We're just disappointed. Right? Answer. But the question of the week. If you could pick any past Hollywood red carpet premiere to be an interviewer at, what movie would it be? Who would be the first person you would interview? And what would be the first question you would ask? Ooh, uh... Oh, crap. That, that's, that, that is a... I only saw one question. All of a sudden, it turned into an essay. I, I need a blue I book and a pen. I can answer this. <laughs> oh, I'm I, sure you have. I was going to say written. real quick, uh, Karate Kid, and I would talk to Elizabeth Shue, and the question would be, will you go out with me? That would be the it. answer would be no. And then it would be like Dave Chappelle on stage after the, he gets attacked, where all these I people come I mean, out I mean when, when you're going back to ask this, are you the same age then? Because yeah. I would have a chance if I was, you know, you know, not this guy. I mean, if I was back then, that guy, that guy could have a chance. And do you remember that red carpet premiere where Elizabeth Shue beat the crap out of that guy for asking <laughs> her? <laughs> that guy looked like Nick Kroll's animated version of himself. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> All right. Anyway. Will think about that. Yeah, I'm sure. Me. I am sure that you okay. thought about this, Joel. What, what's you yours? Go. Yeah, go ahead, Joel. Uh, so I would go to the Reservoir Dogs premiere in '91. Uh, I would interview Steve Buscemi and I would say, Mr. Pink, huh? <laughs> and just, that would be my question. Like, Mr. Pink, huh? Like, question mark. Just yeah, and he'd be like, did. yeah, okay. Just because I'd like to meet Steve Buscemi. So my, my real, my real answer would be, I would, I would go to the Wizard of Oz premiere of and course. I, would, I would talk to Judy Garland and my question would be, would you go out with me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. And then Ray Bolger would <laughs> kick your ass. <laughs> My question would, would be, uh, you want a cigarette? No. Um, okay. <laughs> would you like some more pills? There you go. Want some pet pills? God, I don't know. That's a good question. Who, what would my real answer be? Uh, I told you guys that my sister met Steve Buscemi at a yeah, um, yeah, that's such red a cool carpet story. premiere, didn't I? Yeah, no. that's a great yes. story. No. Yeah. yeah, during the Steve Buscemi show, he talked about it, yeah. 
Yeah, she she met him at uh, the premiere for Spy Kids two or three or one of those. I don't know how she got invited to the premiere of Spy Kids. Everybody was invited. It was Spy Kids. True. <laughs> yeah, by Spy Kids three, they were just grabbing people. Hey, come in, come in, come on, come on, come on, look at this thing. But um, she said she like he was sitting in the corner and he was just like all alone. So she went over and talked to him for a little while. And he was kind of like, yeah, I'm in the movie, you know. <laughs> I'm an extra. Nah. What about you, Josh? Okay, well, I'm also going with 1991, but I'm going a completely different direction from the other guys because I'm not Uh-oh. going for a movie that is one of my favorites. I'm going for a movie that I, I'm kind of neutral on. But I, would want, <laughs> I No, I'm not neutral on that. <laughs> I would want to go to the uh, red carpet premiere of JFK. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, mm-hmm. you've got... Cos- Kevin Costner, Kevin Bacon, Tommy Lee Jones, Gary Oldman, R- Michael Rooker, Sissy Spacek, Joe Pesci, Lemon and Matthew, Donald Sutherland, Ed Asner, Brian Doyle Murray, John Candy. Like, the- everybody was in this thing. And I probably, just because of the multi-part question, like, the only question I have in my mind that I would, like, really want to know from a celebrity who was in it is I would probably want to ask... Uh, uh, Gary Oldman about his various characters, especially uh, Drexel in uh, True Romance. It's not White Boy Day. I would probably go to the nineteen seventy four premiere of Blazing Saddles. Oh, good answer. Because. So get this, at its premiere, it was at a at the uh, Pickwick Drive-In Theater. Uh, back in uh, I don't know where the Pickwick was, but in California, the Pickwick Drive-In Theater. Everybody had to be on a horse. They had speakers that, that t- they had special speakers that attached to the saddle pommels. They served horse divers, and it was. It, the, the whole evening was on horseback at a drive-in theater. And of course, I would find Mel Brooks, and the question I would ask him I, is, honestly, that's as far as I got. I have no idea. If I sat across the room from Mel Brooks, I would just be like, just my initial statement would just be, tell me what you know. Especially in 1974, Mel Brooks. Huh. The solid answer. Yeah, they had a crazy uh, release for that one. Got the Godfather premiere, and I would ask Marlon Brando, "Will you go out with me?" <laughs> so your theme is going out, <laughs> going to premieres, and getting shot down. I don't know. I think he had a shot with Brando. <laughs> he <laughs> yeah. At that point, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll go with you. It's all right. As long as we can talk about me. Is that a good Brando for Godfather? I don't know. I've never seen The Godfather. Which just blows my mind. Sarah's never seen it either. There's a couple movies that I have never seen that I'm kind of almost holding as a badge of honor now. Well, yeah, I mean, everybody's got those little weird gaps of movies, but Godfather's not one to take Avatar. a stand on. Avatar. Godfather's not one to take a stand on. It's like it's literally like probably the best movie ever made. It's one of the top ten movies of all time at the minimum. 
Okay. I'm with you on it. That's widely regarded as one of the best. I mean, I've seen it once. I've seen all three of them once. But yeah, I I will make an effort this summer to see the Godfather. Pat, no, you won't. You don't know me. I do know you. <laughs> He's I mean, more it's, likely it's, to it's, make effort than me or Pat. It's it's to your own detriment that you haven't seen it. Really, it's just an amazing movie. It's just like, I, I, it's not going to harm me if you don't watch it. But I mean, I it'll hurt it'll it'll hurt you to not watch it. What what movie do I have to watch to harm you? <laughs> That's a fair question. <laughs> Put Plan Nine on a loop. <laughs> That will okay. harm me. So, so on on the how many times do I watch it? How much harm? I need a ratio on this. <laughs> Move along, Michael. <laughs> Mufaletta, Michael, come on. Mufaletta. All right, it is about that time. Good God, it is. This week in music, movies, and TV. Mufaletta. All right. So this week we are going with May eighth. 1976, the day that Welcome Back hit number one. Welcome back. That's the song. So uh, the number one song in the land was Welcome Back, the theme song from Welcome Back, Cotter. John Sebastian, former member of the Love and Spoonfill, was asked to write and record the theme song for a brand new sitcom with the working title, Cotter. Sebastian found... Rhyming Cotter didn't give him the feel of the show, so he took a more thoughtful approach and came up with a song about finding your true calling in life uh, you thought you'd left behind. The song not only went on to become a number one pop single, but it also led the show's producers to change its title to Welcome Back, Cotter. Welcome Back was far from the only television theme song to become a legitimate pop pop hit in the 70s. Only weeks earlier, the instrumental theme from SWAT had topped the Billboard Hot 100, and the theme from the Rockford Files had made the top 10 uh, the previous summer. So the Billboard Hot 100 had a, had a, uh, well, I guess it's not too uncommon to have an instrumental. I mean, like a lot of yeah. surf songs, you know, and I guess. And Taste of Honey, you know, things like that. They, other things yeah. you've gotten, yeah. It felt weird at first, and then I started thinking about it. I'm like, you know, not not so weird. I don't know the themes. I know the Rockford Files, but I can't think of the theme song from SWAT. I can't either. I listened to it before the show, and I still can't think of it. <laughs> You're like, I don't recognize this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was just very. It, it was. It was very generic. Huh. Very. It was very military-ish. Yeah, a lot of keyboards, a lot of drums. Yeah, a lot of swatting. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Moving on. So, uh, the Wings Over America tour by Paul McCartney's band Wings opened in Fort Worth, Texas on March 3rd. This was the first time McCartney had performed in the United States since the Beatles' 1966 concert at Candlestick Park. So, this was was 10 years later, eh? Yeah. Look at that. Did you do that without a calculator? I, no, I had to use my hands. <laughs> yeah. Both of them? No, I used one, and then I started over, and 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 that's how I came up with the answer. At least I was right. Mufaletta. Moving, moving on. <laughs> Mufaletta. That's our that's our next podcast is counting with Joel. <laughs> and finally, William Keith Ralph. Ralph is that an L? Ralph. I think it's an L. Yeah. Okay. Was an English musician best known as the lead vocalist and harmonica player for rock band the Yardbirds. 
His blues harp and vocals were as key to the Yardbird sound and success as were the group's three superstar lead guitarists, Eric Clapton, Jeff Beck, and Jimmy Page. Ralph died March 14th at age 33 from electrocution while playing an electric guitar in his basement. He had had several health problems throughout his life, including emphysema and asthma, and the coroner reported that the medications commonly used to treat those diseases may have contributed to his inability to survive the electric shock. Question is, and this is not part of the thing, how what, what was he like plugging in his amp and all of a sudden he got shocked by something? Well, there there was not as good as insulation on the equipment back then as there were now. Yikes. Yeah, like everything didn't have ground wires in 76. Yeah, I mean, you you could get zapped by a puddle back then. It, yeah. It, yeah, there was not a. Uh, it, there was not nearly as safe. Like, you know, you know how you know how whenever you see a pl- uh, an, an antique lamp and it only has two prongs on it. Yeah, that's <laughs> everything was like that, and everything was unsafe. And huh. yeah, interesting. If you plug something in with a with with a little bit of water on your hand, you might get zapped. Get zapped. <laughs> All you right. Get got. Moving on to movies. The top movie in the land was One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, starring Jack Nicholson, Louise Fletcher, Danny DeVito, and Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. I mean, what more can we say about this? We did a show on this one. Yep. Right. Well, you guys did. Oh, were you not here for that one? The movie was much better than Nurse Ratchet, the show. Yeah, we had one of the guys from uh, Bad Ideas. History of Bad Ideas. I always uh, lose track of which uh, shows we do in September. All right. Uh, Movies released this week included Black Shampoo, Creature from the Black Lake, Robin and Marion, I Will, I Will for Now, One Summer Love, and the acronym of the week, TFNM, which I'm pretty sure stands for Teenagers Fighting Naked Mike. I can neither confirm nor deny that statement. Also known as Sunday morning, Sunday morning in Aurora. <laughs> that happened on the roof. <laughs> no, sorry, that is not. That is the first nudie musical, which is not entirely. That might be the closest I've ever gotten. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not too far <laughs> off, honestly. And it's also known as Sunday mornings at Mike's house. <laughs> Also, Frederick James Prinz Jr., born on March 8th, is an American actor, producer, and screenwriter. He's starred in films such as I Know What You Did Last Summer and the other films in the franchise, She's All That, Scooby-Doo, and Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. Prinz also has had recurring and starring roles in television shows, and he is the only child of comedian and actor, the late, great Freddie Prinz. Hence the name. Well, he's he's late. I don't know, I don't know about the great part. We already uh, talked uh, about Freddie Prince Jr. in our uh uh I know what you did last summer show. Mm-hmm. Well, that one and the one Scooby with Doo? Punky Brewster. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, because yeah. he plays the the yeah, that's right, the dad. The the dad, the ex-husband. I think he was an ex. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the baby he, the baby the baby daddy. The baby daddy. <laughs> what that? are you saying it like that? All right. So 
TV top shows in the land were Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, MASH, and Charlie's Angels. Very yep. solid two hours of viewing right there. I'd watch the it. Yeah, no, right. The third daytime Emmy Awards were held on a May, May 11th. They only had three categories. <laughs> Thus, three <laughs> awards were given. Hosted by Bob Barker, the winners were One Life to Live, $220,000 Pyramid, and Alan Ludden. And Bob Barker, because he kissed everybody. <laughs> no, that's that's Richard Dawson. Yeah, that was a kissy guy. Oh, he kissed Richard Dawson, too? <laughs> I mean, nice save. I, I'll I give you credit for that. Yeah, you get half credit. <laughs> ten points for Hufflepuff. <laughs> Why you get ten? <laughs> you don't get to give your own house points. Especially if you're going to give him 10. Right, seriously, 20 points to Slytherin. <laughs> Wait, we just said we can't do that. The, well, if he's going to give himself 10, I'm going to give us 20. All right, and 8 points. We are Slytherin. Yeah. That's true. Okay, you make a good point. And, and we all know that Dumbledore at the end is going to be like, 500 points to, to Harry yeah. Potter. How, because However many points it takes to make Harry Potter win. Right, seriously. What kind of bullshit is that? Yeah, if that shit was rigged. Dumbledore know, had I... money. On, Dumbledore had money on that house every year. <laughs> <laughs> that would all right. Anyway, May eleventh was the broadcast of the broad. How did you write this? May eleventh was the series finale for the TV show Marcus Welby, MD. There you go. That's TV. Why are the three of you acting like I wrote this so badly? They're all just sentences, and you're all like. Stumbling all over all of them, like I wrote this in Klingon. May eleventh was the broadcast, the broadcast of the, of the series, series finale. finale of Marcus Welby, MD. That is yeah. not a that doesn't flow. There's no flow there. What do you mean, three of you? I didn't stumble. You, you, <laughs> you did too. You did stumble. It wasn't I as bad as Joel, as Joel, who like basically word saladed his whole his whole fucking section. Ah. Sorry. <laughs> what? Well, we got we got a we had a new Michael McDonald in the house. What was that? I was looking up the theme from SWAT, and I was listening to Stevie Wonder earlier, and as <laughs> came on, that totally was not the theme to SWAT. So. That's a strange. Anyway, don't you do not do not criticize my love of Stevie Wonder. We are getting away from this travesty of a tweet. I'm going to run through these sports real quick, and we're going to get out of here. Sports. The 1976 ABA playoffs concluded with the New York Nets defeating the Denver Nuggets four games to two in the ABA finals on March 13th, the final game in the ABA history. The ABA-NBA merger took place on June 17th, 1976. So, American Basketball Association? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember it being called that because I was two at the time. Yeah. So, yeah. And lastly, the Kentucky Derby was won by Bold Forbes, written by Angel Cordero, in front of a crowd of 115,387 people at Churchill Downs in Louisville on March 8th. At first, I thought Bold Forbes was the uh, jockey's name, and then when you said written by Angel Cordero, I, I figured out it was a horse. Yeah, the horse it, it could be either or, either or, really, honestly. Yeah, those are two really strange names as far as a horse. Neither one of those really fits a horse. Bold Forbes is a strange name. Or a horse, but all horse names are strange. So I guess, in a way, it fits. Aren't we all horse names at heart? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 
Play us off, keyboard Joel. Get us out of here. <laughs> All right. So, theme songs. The theme from SWAT. This could be the theme from from uh Shaft. Shaft too, yeah. I mean I think Quincy Jones did both of them, so it makes sense. Ah, oh, there you go. Yeah. Alright. Okay, yeah. now I recognize it. Mm-hmm. Very funky. Still yeah. don't recognize it, but yeah. I don't, of, you don't lots of synthesizers, okay. lots of drums, lots of funk. Yeah, lots, of, yeah, lots, of, lots of lots uh, of 70s guitar slap bass. Yeah. I slap at the bass. <laughs> so theme songs. Oh, wait, slap at the bass. Slap at the bass. Now you sound Irish. You sound like a what the hell is going on? <laughs> Recording I Love You Man starring Paul Rudd and Jason Segel. Come on, Jobin. <laughs> yeah, All right. So TV theme songs. We came up with this idea a couple weeks ago, and initially we're like, eh, but then, and then we're like... I think Sarah came up with this idea. Yeah, Sarah did. Um, and again, we fall back on the TV theme songs. How can we talk about that? Then we go to, we talk for an hour and a half about furniture. Yep, and side dishes. Yeah, side dishes. Shoes. So, throwing this out there. We're talking for half an hour and a half about Ultraman. Yeah, man. I'm well, Ultraman. I can totally see that. I mean, there's so much more. Well, Danger Mouse. I don't know how we did that one, but that was yeah. That was <laughs> on that one. <laughs> that was a rough go. That, that was, was rough. Right. <laughs> it's no Peter Pan. Right. Yeah. yeah, we barely we should do made it on our shows. We should redo Peter Pan. <laughs> the, the topic Why is already going on for his name. <laughs> That's a, yeah, a show about us. We just listen to all our old shows and talk about them. <laughs> don't like do that. The redo of the Peter Pan show where all four of us are getting colonoscopies all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> we could do a show about the Conan show because we did it then and now. So, you know. Ah, oh, oh, God, that's ooh, meta. Ah, yeah. Wait, we've already. Wait, what? Yeah, we do, we do a Conan, Conan show, show. <laughs> where we <laughs> listen to our show from the very well, first show. The first half of the show, we listened to the first show we ever recorded, which was the Conan show, the number one show. And the second half, we listened to the four, the 200th show, which was the second Conan show. The so then I guess and the we now. can talk for 90 minutes about almost anything, except <laughs> TV theme songs. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. first question. What makes a good slash memorable TV theme song? A good beat. It's got to be Good. catchy. It's got to be something that like this. This it's got to have an earworm aspect. <laughs> Apparently, not have the you... word SWAT. <laughs> no, I mean SWAT. I mean the second we got to that uh, the horn section, I recognized it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean that's one of the keys. If you think about it, you hear somebody like whistle or whatever, and you immediately like, oh yeah, that's that show. I mean it's it's something that has got a memorable, catchy little. Ear, earwig type earworm type. <laughs> not space quest we're not talking about video games see what's <sighs> interesting most of my favorites the ones that i consider great all have lyrics i'm not saying that there are no great theme songs without lyric 
lyrics because like obviously mission impossible is great but yeah for me i mean the ones that i remember sanford and son no lyrics the ones i go to first though are the ones i can sing along with well i mean Uh, that that's a big thing i i looked up digging into top theme songs saturday evening post in 2019 did a article about the top 50 theme songs tv theme songs of all time okay number one we have done a show on Hawaii um, Five O. Oh, yeah. You know, like going through the and the, this is kind of weird because it's like Hawaii Five O. Number two, they've got the Rockford Files. Number three is SWAT. So so Forest far, these are Cheers. all instrumental. Oh, there For, you go. Well, Forest Cheers and five is the nineteen sixty six Batman. That's almost instrumental. Yeah, I mean it's. Interesting. But they've got that ear, that earworm capacity, like Pat said. They've all got that that hook that just sticks in your head. Well, and another aspect of that, though, is also uh, as far as like sustainability. It, some of it has to do with nostalgia and your your thoughts tied to it. So, like, if it's a really popular show that you love to watch over and over, that theme song may have more relevance to you and may, you know, stick. Well, and uh, what you're talking about with the um, with the instrumental stuff, I mean, there's a lot of in in looking at these things in the '60s, '70s, and '80s. There were a lot of shows where the music was written specifically for the show. Yep, there was like uh, the Love Boat, the theme to the Love Boat. It wasn't talked about. Well, I mean, it was it was a whole thing that, like, you know, you were almost supposed to describe your show in your in your theme song. The right. But at the same time, I could tell you, I could play a song for you guys, and you guys would could immediately tell me what TV show it was from. And that's what makes and, a, a great TV theme song is like you just know immediately. I mean, that that sounds so basic, but it's so true. You just automatically know what what song what what show it's from. I mean, that's what makes it good. Well, and if it was let, the '80s. It was probably written by B.J. Thomas. True, <clears throat> but here let's 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 put that to the test. Okay, one, real quick, just just this one because it's greatest this American is hero. Wrong, okay. but it's on the list. Good call. <laughs> I, I, I shot my shot. Bosom buddies. Oh, Peter Gunn. Right. Drag that, or, uh, not Dragnet. I was going to say uh, Spy Hunter. No, it's Spy literally Hunter. Peter Gunn. Yeah, I that was a TV show. I know, but they oh. used it in Spy Hunter 2. That game. But not Spy Hunter 1? <sighs> I'm sorry, that was a Joel joke. <sighs> All right. That hit number one on, on the Billboard charts. In wow, 1959. Wow. But then so did The Ballad of Davy Crockett. I mean, it's... <laughs> the Ballad wow. of the Green Berets. Wow, wow. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> You sound like an old navy who's walking by a construction site and she's like, wow, wow. The guy's working on the construction site. <laughs> it's like, it's like the pelican from The Little Mermaid doing Peter ah. Gunn. Yeah. <laughs> Serenading Mine? them. Oh, wait, those are the yeah, different, sh- different movies. So, okay, so I think we've gotten a good memorable theme song. It's got to have a hook and it's got to have some sort of connection to the actual show. Well, Not necessarily hook, have to have words. The hook brings you back. John Popper taught me anything. He's not telling you no lies. 
Yeah, exactly. See? I'm with you on this one, Josh. Okay. I don't suck it in, suck it in, suck it in, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Uh, I'm not proud of that. You should be. That was good. Um, Almost got a spit take from me. Five points to each of you for Slytherin and five points for Hufflepuff. Friggin' Hufflepuffers. How long is a perfect theme song? Oh, that's an interesting Joel added this question. Because you could say... 20 to 30 30 seconds. I was going to say 45. I would say between 30 to 45 sounds right, but at the same time, you think about the um, the theme song to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. How many people know that there's actually a second and third verse to that one? Right. And that's just it. A lot of times, how- if it's a longer song, but they just take a clip out of it to make it the theme. How yeah. long is the theme song to Laverne and Shirley? Because that's like one of the perfect ones. Oh, yeah, that's right. Talk amongst well, yourselves. I'll be right back. Well, it's like you look at the the Friends theme song, you know, and you've got the whole song written by the Rembrandts, but they just take out 30 seconds, which typically, from my experience, I think about 30 seconds is that perfect wheelhouse. But there are some that are like almost non-existent, like just super short. Uh-huh. Um, we were just watching Pushing Daisies, and that's really not even got a theme song. It's just like the title screen and a yeah. little... Better Call Saul. It's like five seconds. <clears throat> See, and that's, it's interesting because I don't think that the theme songs are particularly good for those. That doesn't make them bad shows. But like, I've had shows where I don't much care for the show, but I love the theme song. <clears throat> and that's actually a question I've got. Uh, it's the last question that I added to the list. Oh, good, because I want to answer that. I got a good answer for that. Okay. Was, have you ever loved a theme song and hated the show or vice versa? Um, and we're waiting on Mike to come back with his answer also. But um, I don't know. Two two minutes and 46 seconds. The Laverne and, theme, Laverne and Shirley? Yep. Damn. There's, there's at, least, at least the Ray Conniff version. Oh, so you're talking about the whole song. Yeah. I mean, how much is it for just the... the yeah, intro? on air, like, what are the... You know? Oh, the intro was, like <clears throat> you said, 30 to 45 seconds long, because they can't have that much of an intro, because if you have a two-minute and 45 so- intro song, everyone's going to go tune into something else. It's like, too many cooks. <clears throat> too many cooks. Now, that's a fucking long theme song. That's disturbing. Um, <laughs> okay, so I just looked up Laverne and Shirley intro on YouTube, and most of these are clocking in at about a minute and 20 for the videos and it's just the theme song. So, so probably about I'd, a minute minus the I'd say, YouTube prep. I'd say well, about a minute or so. Yeah. Well, that's pretty long though for that is pretty long, but also take into account that when we watched the shows, they were also in probably into syndication. Mm-hmm. Then chances oh, are they true, cut yeah. those short also. They may have truncated the intros. Yeah. Which that does. Yeah. That is another interesting thing that happens. Uh, like some shows will start out with like a really long theme song. And then as the show progresses, there'll be some episodes where it's shorter, like the office, for example. Um, right. They have some episodes where it's just, you know, just a couple chords. And then sometimes it's the full, the full intro because they're, the episode is a little longer. So they truncate it. So they it, did it that on scrubs a couple of times too. Yeah. They had, they had longer versions and shorter versions. Right. There's a, there's a theme song that'll stick in your head. 
Like, least, like the original theme song to Lancelot Link's Secret Chimp was much longer <laughs> once it got into syndication. Ah, uh, Lancelot Link, Secret Chimp. <laughs> See, and now you know that. <laughs> I watched the hell out of that show, man. Fucking monkeys. I don't think I've ever seen that show or heard of that show. No? You, well, you've never heard of it? Or you? No, had... I'm pretty sure I've never heard of Lancelot Link, Secret Secret chimp. Secret. It was you a whole to bunch have of, seen some clips of it. It's so amazing. It's a whole bunch of chimpanzees. They imagine get smart with chimpanzees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where and they overdub uh, things for them just, and, and they have like missions. And, oh, it's it's so funny. Like it's, I believe you guys that it's real, but this is my first time ever hearing of this thing. Wow. What? Man, we've yeah, even about Link, it he was he was part of uh, Ape, the agency to prevent evil. <laughs> and they fought against Chump. Yeah, I forget what Chump stand for. Okay, now I think you're fucking with me. No, <laughs> I am hundred no. percent telling the truth on this. It's it's really it's really good. Yeah, it, it's very enjoyable. Okay, it is a okay. I will say it is really a thing, but I won't I won't entirely say good. Well, I mean, good in the sense of like it's it's fun to watch. It's not I, like you know high quality. It's not. I just okay. linked an ep- the first episode on YouTube in the chat for you to check out on the break, at least a part of it. Okay, yeah. Josh, you either need to be really that. high or really drunk to watch this. I'm just telling you that right now. Yeah, get high first. Yeah, I do definitely recommend that because you will enjoy it way more. Just hang out with me like when we used to watch Mr. Ed. Of course, of course. It's that kind of show. Okay. Speaking of theme songs, Mr. Ed. Yeah. Oh. It's a pretty good one, yeah. That That's one that I... If I if I start singing it, I can typically sing the whole thing because it's oh yeah, it's an yeah. easy one. But I mean, it's in your head. yeah, of course. What do you think <laughs> would be your favorite theme songs over the pre two thousand decades, so like seventies, eighties, nineties? Sanford and Son. That's, that's one of my favorites. One. It's so good. It's just that's another Quincy Jones song, and it's just so good. Well, I, I mean, mean, if Quincy Jones like... did nothing else but the but the Sanford and Son theme song, that would have been a that would have been a pretty good career. I, I won't say that you're cheating by having a theme song that's written by Quincy Jones, but <laughs> you're kind of cheating. Hey, as long as it's a theme song, there's no there's no cheating. Right, then I'll go with Mash. Okay, oh. Mash. Yeah, Mash is another one. Suicide yeah. is painless. Which did we, have yes. we ever done a Mash show? No. How would we do a Mash show? Well, no, what, that's what's the. They'd have to remake it. Yeah, um, the theme the lyrics to suicide is painless was actually written by the movie director's 17 year old son oh he's 14 14 14 year old son yeah i'm gonna go different for uh 1970s okay i'm gonna say the muppet show oh yeah even though i put the facts of life in the couch gag at the beginning it's time to play some music it's time to light the lights yeah it's a great theme song. It's time to burn the place down. It's a Muppet Show tonight. I don't know. I'm just. It's time to put on makeup. <laughs> um, what about you, Joel? Let's let's say seventies. Uh, well, I mean, the first thing that that came to mind as soon as we started talking about instrumental theme shows so, or theme songs uh, is the theme from Doctor Who. That one is just ingrained in my DNA anymore. So um, that's, that's an easy one for 60s through 
now. Uh, but I do enjoy Sanford and Son and MASH as well. All right. For 70s for me, going to have to go with WKRP in Cincinnati. Oh, oh that's a good one. Good one. I love how it starts with the, the tuning around the dial. Mm-hmm. That's a great start for it. And that just such a good... You know what? We could almost... Oh, here's here's my thought. We could almost do a show, WKRP versus The Office. Did we not do... No, that's right. We, we did, did News Radio news versus... News Radio, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think this needs to be mentioned just because I just thought about this as I was going through theme songs in my head. What about the kind of interesting choice that uh, uh, All in the Family chose for the theme song option? Oh, the two characters? Yeah, the two leads singing the song? Yeah. Yeah, I love that choice. That's that's one of the the greatest theme songs in the history of television, I think. And part of it is for that reason. It's It's such an iconic song. And Very the different. fact that the two of them are doing it fully in character. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's not just like them in a studio. It's literally husband and wife just digging around, singing at a piano. Yeah. And then occasionally they did it. Uh, they did it. They did it live a couple times, didn't they? Yeah, or, they did it often well, live before yeah. before recordings. Yeah. I mean, they they only had the one take, you know, that that aired all the time. But they did it. A, a, they did it live a lot before a lot of the recordings. Not everyone, that, but. I feel like there was at least one or two episodes where there was an alternate version, but I, oh, yeah. I don't know. Well, they may have. Yeah, I'm not 100% on that, but yeah, they may yeah. have aired a couple of those. But yeah, that one came to mind as we were thinking. All right. Well, let's let's run through this. So how about 80s? Uh, for me, that's a slam dunk. Greatest American hero. <laughs> oh, you bitch. <laughs> not, not even a great show, but a great theme song. Yeah, it is. For sure. Well, that that uh, song, I think that hit top ten on I'm Billboard. I'm pretty sure that was on the yeah. radio. Joey yeah. Scarberry. Yep. All right. Now I have to have a showdown with you, Josh. Uh oh. On who on who gets to claim this theme song? I, in fourth grade, went as the greatest American hero for Halloween. I mean, that's yeah. fine. That that definitely makes you a bigger. Uh, fan of the show, but like Greatest American Hero theme song was one of my karaoke standards. Oh, okay. And both right, well, of you guys could have pulled that off with your frizzy hair. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. Both could have pulled <laughs> off that wrong. He's not wrong. I gotta find a picture of that, and I could call my mom see if she's got a photo of me because she like I had the full tights and the little box and all that, and she cut out the the little logo on the chest out of felt and all that. And I went to school and everybody was like, who the hell are you? <laughs> I remember, I remember they had like the, the uh, school photo of like I'm everybody no in their Superman. costumes. Yeah. And there's like 13 Supermans and me. Oh man. What's another, how about you, Joel? Eighties TV theme song. <clears throat> I was trying to think, uh, well, I always uh, was partial to different strokes. I don't know. It just, it, it just always stuck in my head, and I liked I liked the show, um, but I keep I keep coming back to Family Ties, and I don't know why. Oh, that's really. the one I was gonna pick. Nice. So yeah, yeah. Family Ties is a good one. Uh, it's very relaxing. Yeah. 
And it, it's just it's a good one because it is such a it's such a good uh, wrap up of Elise and and Michael Keaton, Elise and Michael Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just such a good wrap up of their relationship and just the I mean it like you said it's it's such a nice wholesome song and for a show that was you know ninety percent wholesome. Sha-da-da-da. <laughs> sit Ubu, sit. Earth. I I I'm good gonna come out of left field. And this was a a toss up. The f- first choice I was thinking about was actually bosom buddy. I mean, it was actually perfect strangers. But I'm going with bosom buddies. You that was my backup. Damn it, <laughs> was bosom buddies. My backup was bosom buddies. I swear. Oh no. Uh, all right. Well, I got to come up with a new one. Um, I mean, come on. How can how can you go wrong with a Billy Joel song? Right. As your, it's yeah. it's so yeah. It, it's such, it's almost a cheat. It, re- it really is. I I just thought of another one that I that that uh, just totally out of nowhere. Um, thinking of instrumental ones, uh, Hill Street Blues. Oh, oh God, that is da, a great da, da. song. Yeah, for sure. See, that's that's one of the things is if you can hum the first couple bars of a TV theme song and somebody picks up where. Oh yeah, I totally remember that show. Exactly, Hawaii Five O. Oh, that was National Geographic. <laughs> National Geographic was in Hawaii Five-0? <laughs> no, Hawaii Five-0 was... No, that was National Geographic, I swear. Yeah, it was. Sure it wasn't Space Quest? <laughs> Joel, I'm surprised you didn't choose... I'm surprised you didn't choose Mr. Belvedere for yours. <laughs> <laughs> small, wonder, small wonder. This was, small oh yeah. Wonder. That was nineties though, wasn't it? Oh mm, probably, small wonder nineties. Yeah. Um I think so. Was and no, because Andy Griffith had turned into Mayberry RFD by the eighties, so I can't take I can't pick that one. Small but that wonder. is a great Andy Griffith is a great theme song. Uh ninety-nine episodes ran from nineteen eighty six to nineteen eighty nine. Wow. Okay, never mind. Uh, so Silver, just just go 90. with Silver Spoons, Pat. Oh, oh, that is not a bad one, actually. I did, That's okay. a great song. It really yeah. is. Yeah, I remember loving that show too. Um, and Mr. Belvedere was a great. Song. I had a big crush on Aaron Gray. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, that Buck Rogers to that. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's the main <laughs> See, reason I started watching one, Silver the Spoons. Buck Rogers theme song, man. Oh yeah, Buck Rogers. Yeah, my. We used to watch that every every Saturday. We used to watch Buck Rogers because I. Okay. I had a thing for Aaron Gray, but I wasn't about to speak that out loud. But my, my mom was very vocal about Hawkman. You had a thing for Dad. <laughs> I can totally see her being into Hawkman. I can 100% see that. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of weird. Because yeah, she's, she's like, oh. To Gil Rogers, she's. Look at he's got those feathers for the hair and all yeah, that's and look at it, he's I can just totally I can totally see her like buying a feather cap for Carl to wear. He was, he was, he was very okay. stern disciplinarian, you know. We cannot even begin to tell you how much I do not want to envision my parents doing <laughs> man. As the, as the Buck Rogers theme song is playing. Oh, oh. Pew, pew, pew. Um, what about, what about, uh, okay, Pat, I'm going to throw you another bone for this one. How about Miami Vice? Oh, yeah. Jan Hammer. Yeah? Yeah. That one, I think, was on the charts. I think That, that I, one hit number one. I think I'm just going to have to oh, go wow. with... Uh, Theme with, to Webster. With, with The Simpsons, yes. honestly. 
Which one? Oh, the Simpsons. Because the they, I mean, I don't know if they, you had to wait for the nineties for them. Uh, no. Well, I mean, it started. And it started in, in the eighties. Yeah, but I mean, it was right. eighty nine when the first, uh, the the Christmas episode aired. So yeah, hey, so, I mean, I it's kind of cheating, but I mean, yeah, I'm gonna throw you another one, Patrick. Ready? Again, eighteen. Yeah, but I was never a big eighteen fan. Okay, you know what? I'll, I I will go with um I will go with uh since I watch this show every week I will go with um Dukes of Hazard. Okay, solid. See, and there was one I thought was nineties uh, because the show was mostly nineties, but technically, it's nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. Which Ooh, is which one? Show me that smile again. Show, Show me, me that, that smile. <laughs> Don't waste another minute on your cragging. Like everyone knows that song. <laughs> yep. I don't the know that song. What is that? It's a theme song from Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> it pretty much is. <laughs> you are such a shit. Uh. Oh, if you waited serious. five more seconds, you'd, you'd got a smoke. You got a smoke take if you'd waited five more seconds. You really don't no, know. You that don't one. know growing re- pains. No, I do not Kirk know Cameron, growing pains. Uh, um, um, oh my god, I don't know why I'm on his name. Kirk Tracy. Cameron. Um, no, I know the show. I just know the theme. Oh. I never watched oh, it. Oh wow, huh, that's crazy. Wow, oh. Alan Thicke, such Thank a you. staple, Jesus. man. Oh, did anybody mention who's the boss yet? Oh God, Samantha. Angela. Yeah, I didn't think too much of the theme song. Like, there's there's a that's... lot of these where that's a good show, but I, the theme song does nothing for me. Yeah, I'm trying to even remember the theme song. That's crazy. who's the boss? Who's the boss? <laughs> who's the boss? I mean, the fact the that boss? none of us can it's remember me. it means it who's probably wasn't boss? very good. Yeah. See, there you go. It's not Angela. Who's the boss? Hey, according <laughs> to it. on community, uh, Angela was in fact the boss, right? But Tony sang the song, so that's why he was the boss. I the like song. your version better. Um, <laughs> Thank I'm you. looking it up because I'm trying to remember. Because now I'm just hearing him going, "Who's the boss?" <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Let's move to the '90s. Let's finish out this question. Favorite TV theme song from the '90s? Ooh, we are all stopping to think about. Yeah, it. yeah right. Hmm. I mean, like it's my gut one. Life around the bend. My gut was to oh. just say Friends because that's the easiest, but that really isn't the answer for me. So that I'm I'm going to preempt all of you, and I'm just going to say the X Files theme song. Oh, okay. okay. That's very Good iconic. Call. Yeah, extremely right. iconic, and it had enough remixes that you know it was actually a good listen. I'm gonna go with it's Gary Shandling's show. <gasps> Ooh, <bastard>. good pull. <laughs> this That's is the theme to Gary show. The opening the theme thing to, Ga- to Gary show. <laughs> you listen to this song while you watch the opening credits. <laughs> yeah, we're almost to the part of where I start to whistle. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Frasier. Oh, nice. Okay. I very much like the Frasier opening, and I don't like the outro. Like really? the scrambled, you know, yeah, uh, toss salads and scrambled eggs. Every time it comes on, I'm like, Ugh. it annoys me for some reason. No, it's pretty good. I like it. Oh, uh, you know what? Oh. I forgot. Speaking of outros, oh. you know what I should have mentioned when we were talking about WKRP. 
No. Fun, fun the fact. And the outro, the outro for is, the WKB yeah, is fantastic. It's it, and it's complete garbage. It's like just it's nonsense lyrics. He's really not saying anything because the guy that wrote the theme song. They asked him to do an out. They asked him to do an outro too, and he's all like, "Well, here, you know, here's the, what it should sound like." And he's like, blah, 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 you know, he's just like, "You should do something like that." And they just were like, "Oh, this is what he recorded for the outro, so we're done." <laughs> okay. All right, thank you very much. I mean, if you really, if you if you really listen to the outro on WKRP, he's not. He's just all nonsense words. Mm-hmm. Huh. Sorry. Uh, I'm I'm trying to think about what Joel's '90s one is going to be. I think I'm going to surprise you. My so-called life. <laughs> oh, Julian Hatfield was on that show. Freaks and Geeks. But that's not Ghostwriter. <laughs> hanging with Mr. Cooper. Animaniacs. You know, mm. Hanging with Mr. Cooper was a garbage show, but the theme song was not actually bad. True. That is very if you're true. looking at the list I'm looking at, Mike, because those are, are all looking at the list same. I'm yeah. at. <laughs> are you on bestlifeonline.com? Uh, I don't even know. Uh, he's going to say Buffy. Who? Buffy's a good one. Yeah. Are you, are you asking me? Yeah, I'm trying to guess what your song is going to be. Yeah. South Park. What about South Park? Oh, uh, interesting. Good call. Good call. I thought good you were going to go with Twin Peaks. Oh. oh. I love that show, right? but, you know, I, and the theme song will always, like, be hold a special place in my heart. But it's because of the show, not because the song is awesome. Agreed. Yeah, it always gave you that, like, okay, here we go. You know, it, and, it got you ready. That's a, that's how I feel about the Simpsons theme song. Honestly, as much as I as much as I love it, I mainly love it because I love the show more than I love mm. the theme itself. Does anybody remember the theme song to Blossom? In my opinion, Nation, the sun is oh, on the That's right, yeah. I had tried to block that out. I hated uh, the theme song. That. No, Mr. The Russo, they're balloons for a party. Party. <laughs> Dr. John. You know, we had Leon Redbone in, in the yep. previous decade. Now we got Dr. John. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a twist in this one for, uh, even though it started in the 80s, it ended, okay. oh man, it ended in 1990. Okay, what? Um, the Disney afternoon, the theme song to DuckTales. Woo. Okay. Yeah. See, I mean, we were just talking about TV theme songs. We're not talking about cartoons or whatever, but I mean, dun, 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 dun. you hear that beat going immediately. Everyone knows life is like a hurricane. That's, I mean, outside of that one, Darkwing Duck. And I mean, not a lot of people know the theme song to, um, was the one with Baloo. Uh, Tailspin. Tailspin, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Drew Carey show? Oh, Cleveland yeah. Rocks. Yeah, President yeah. of the United States. Yeah. Yeah. That whole soundtrack was pretty good, actually. The Drew Carey show soundtrack. Mm-hmm. That's a show I would like to revisit at some point and see if it holds up. It right? does. Such a great cast. It does? Yeah. I, it, I, it totally does. It's one that I keep thinking I want to go back to at some point. So. Oh, Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. There you go. With, okay. Again, a theme theme song with uh, words with, and they might be giants. Yeah, they might be giants. Can't go wrong with that. When first episode was two thousand. Oh, or, well, what we're on the kinda, border? Kind of crossing over. Yeah, we just but it was just that, like it was January 9th. So you're like literally. That's ridiculous. I I don't know why. I must have some sort of like 
Yeah, I thought there was 90s memory. too. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was. I remember. I some reason I remember watching it with you guys, and I, that makes no sense to me now. Life isn't fair. See how I segued that? Yeah, that's very good. One point for Hufflepuff. Well, I mean, we should subtract that point because it's unfair. Ah. ah! I was being clever. <laughs> no, you weren't. I thought I was. All right, two points for Slytherin. Tiny Tune Adventures. But I'm keeping my point. <laughs> <laughs> this is my point. No, take backsies. Yeah. Oh I'm going to call Dumbledore on your ass. Oh, wait, he's dead. Never mind. <laughs> All right. So how do you think from the 70s to the 90s theme songs have changed? Well, first off, by the 90s, they really weren't doing the your sh- uh, theme song uh, described your show at all anymore. Yeah, no exposition in the yeah in the theme song. No, for sure. it it seemed like they had found a popular band, grabbed them, and pulled them into do a do a theme song like we just talked about, Malcolm in the Middle. Agreed or not, or they yeah. just took old songs and repurposed yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. So that no, was a big I, I, one. They stopped. They stopped hiring songwriters, you know, to, to, to write their songs and just repurposed popular songs or songs that had already. And, been and that's kind of but a travesty. It worked. it worked though. I mean, it meant they had stuff on the radio, uh, so they got you know. Not only was it good for the show, but it also was good because then they could sell singles of it and stuff, and it was on the charts, like the Rembrandts. That's, that's called synergy, right? Gotta hate that term. And corporate synergy. Anyway, the best thing is when there's a synergistic link between the show and the theme song that they follow together. Teamwork makes the dream work. I was gonna, damn, damn you, because you know that Sarah's going to listen to this episode. I'm surprised <laughs> she's not chucking hit. something at your head through the wall. <laughs> God, I hate I hate that phrase too. But no, I mean you're. <laughs> You know, the the door to the office just cracks open. (laughs) She's glaring. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she never lets us down. But no, I mean, you're right. It's they it seemed like there was a change in the late 80s where they did do that. If we're going to have a theme song, why not? We why don't we pair it up with music that's already playing on the radio? And I think like, that that started with friends. Well, you've got like the Bodines with uh, Party of Five, you know, mm-hmm. which the freaking depressing show with very little upbeatness, but yet the song is closer to fine or closer to free, whatever. Yeah. Which is, is which sucks like because song. I love that song. That is a great song. Yep. I'm with Mike on this. I watch that show, Party of Five. What was this? What was the theme song for the show that had the dude standing in the boat? The dude standing in the boat. What are you talking about the Truman Show? No, no, it was a TV. Not a movie. It was a '90s TV show, and at the end of it, it had a dude standing in a boat, and he was always kind of crying. What? Oh my god! You sure, this wasn't your life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm good. Uh, Five points uh, for Hufflepuff. <laughs> Nine, hang on, '90s crying TV, boat themes. TV show with guy in boat. All right, 
Come on, Google, don't fail me. It gave me the love boat. Fuck you. Right. <laughs> I'm legit. Google's like, like I don't know, man. No, what is it? it was so, one, soon you'll be I'm making so another run, you know? So. Who I'm sure everyone knows. So. Not flash forward. Moesha. Moesha? Jesus, Moesha? I of that show. No, There's no boats in that. A little bit of Hard crying. A little bit of crying. Dawson's Creek. Oh, oh. there you go. Yeah, remember, see, at the end, he's standing in the <laughs> did boat. Did you shoot the gong for thinking of the answer? Is that what <laughs> I did. I lost because I because I thought of James Vanderbeek. <laughs> every time James Vander, every time a gong rings, James Vanderbeek gets his wings. You're saying pa- the Paula Cole song? Yes. Oh, okay. oh my! The hit? The, yeah the the non <laughs> the non chart topping hit somehow. She had two two songs that hit the charts. I, uh, I don't want to wait yeah. and uh, where have all the yeah, cowboys been? Like, like number two hundred and ninety is not hitting the charts. I don't want to wait. For my life to be half See, that's to cry inside a boat at the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! All right, so last question. Uh, last it keeps question. up like this. We're not going to win the Hogwarts Cup. <laughs> what is the worst off of 70s 80s and 90s the worst tv theme song you can think of oh i know that, that josh in particular is going to disagree with me on this one but i i skip every time and i hate like despise the theme song to the unbreakable kimmy schmidt Oh. No, we're that's we're talking the eighties, nineties, and seventies. Yeah. I don't care. I don't know. That list damn, that those guys damn. were looking at, it's top ten, buddy. No, I know, but I just I'll say with that the spoiler yeah. for the next I forgot we were in the in the then. I wanted Good I Lord. wanted to break Josh's heart with that one. Get in your boat and go cry. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot, yeah, but okay. well, cut the, we'll fix, fix that in post, Mike. We'll just put that in the yeah, in I'm the not now. fixing anything. Yeah, I know, in post. I know we not. know. <laughs> <laughs> so okay so 70s 80s 90s is the you, um hmm. hmm yeah i'm trying to think hmm. of the worst i had that, I had that like loaded up forever and, and and i shot my wad and now i'm done yeah i, I am 100 percent amazed that patrick does not have something he hates just well this is i had i had the unbreakable kimmy schmidt ready i just completely forgot that we're in the then um Hmm, bad, bad song. Uh, I mean, oh. it's, it's. I mean, this doesn't really count. But my mother, the car, had a horrible theme song. It did. Um. Hmm. Wow. I'm gonna go with Joni oh. loves Chachi. This is oh. gonna be controversial because I think you guys probably like this. Uh oh. I've always kind of hated the theme song to the courtship of Eddie's father. Oh, I like what? it in a, I like it in an ironic way. I don't like it like it. Like, it's like it's always just, kind of annoyed me. It, it reminds just me of cheesy enough to be the kind of song that I I like. It reminds right. me of the My Buddy commercial. Uh, I, I get that. Mm. Yeah, I get that. I crap. I can't disagree with you because it always. All right, Josh. You were you're another Chicagoan. Mm-hmm. It was a UHF channel, channel thirty, I think. 
And the courtship of Eddie's father always came on right after Underdog. And I was always pissed off because that's when the cartoons ended. So I'm going to go with you on that one. Because that, to me, the theme song to Courtship of Eddie's Father means, crap, cartoons are over. You know, that might have had something to do with it. And I think you're right. I think it was Channel 32 that later became fun. Yeah, Channel 32. Oh. Right. Okay, I'm... Then I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, Golden Girls as for as far as like I like the theme song but hate the show. No 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 you 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 can't no, I'm hate going the, the show. I'm going no the no you have to you have <laughs> to talk about the, the, the we're not talking about shows we're talking about theme songs. I know I I love the theme song to Golden Girls but I hate the show. All right, Patrick's favorite theme song is from Living Single. What? I'm I'm putting that in. That's going to be the header of no. this show. No, sir. Ah, uh, yes. eight is enough. Is it though? <laughs> yeah, it, never enough. But that was that was just such a forgettable song, and I just it didn't do anything for the show. It just was kind of it was kind of there. I never liked that. Hmm. Never. I mean, you could go easy and just say the theme song to Barney. Well, that's see that was Barney really, around in the nineties. That wasn't the theme song either. That was just something that he uh, sang near the end of the show. Yeah, uh, I love you. How do I wait for my life to be over? Let's go cry in a boat. I'm a dinosaur in a boat. I'm a dinosaur who's been choking me. <laughs> What? What? Right. He's, what? Right. He's purple. I don't know. Okay. Has everyone right. answered think, the question? I think. I think we're done. I think we've all answered it. All right, everybody. We are going to come back for the post two thousand theme songs. And uh, oh, and we should honorable mention. We should at least in the then mention the Cheers theme song because it's iconic. Oh, for sure. We did. We talked about that. No, we didn't. No, yeah, we, we didn't. didn't. Wait, I said it was think... number like <clears throat> I said it was uh one of the, the whatever the hell that magazine was that was like number three and the what? three oh, or four. I the... remember that. I missed that. I guess it's the drugs, Joel. Too much LDS. <sighs> mm-hmm. Latter Day Saints. Are you on the marijuana? Snorting too much marijuana. Yep. Seriously, how many marijuanas have you taken tonight? <laughs> you don't know how many how many of the drugs I've smoked. <clears throat> oh, okay. Worst. I just did a. Uh, I just did a look up a, a worst TV theme songs, and I'm going to go with this one because just got to mention drugs, and Patrick's back on his game. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a can of spinach. Uh, <laughs> Boston Legal. I don't really like the show, but my whole family likes that show. And how can you not love Boston Legal? I don't really. I mean, I don't hate it. I just don't like it. It's just not my cup of tea. I, whatever you know, it's just kind of there. It's my Big Bang Theory. I just think it's kind of hockey and whatever. Anyway, hockey. That, that theme song is hockey? awful. Hockey. Yeah, that means hockey in in uh, Can- Canada. Was, was Boston Legal out <laughs> in the nineties? Um, shut up. No, it wasn't. God damn it. <laughs> Twice now. Oh, I give up. We're moving on. All We're right. Done. So Patrick gives up and that means it's time for us to move on. Thank God. We will be back in a little bit and we're going to talk about post 2000 TV shows.
and Patrick will learn his numbers. He's going to be talking about shows I, from the year 3000. I doubt it. I <laughs> doubt it. 3000. <laughs> We are back, and we're going to talk about post-2000 theme songs for TV shows. Uh, yeah, so here's a here's the first question I was like, if I were to say, what is a typical post-2000 TV show theme song sound like? Because we noticed a definite change in them between 70s to 80s to 90s. What do you think of when you think 2000s TV show? See, I think it depends for me anyway on like how deep into the 2000s are you talking? Because uh, after I put it to Dexter, uh, you get where the visuals like the, the opening is almost like a little uh, cinematic and uh, you're paying attention to the intense visuals and the music is there. But, you know, it's almost there to supplement what you're watching to try and get you to not skip that intro. Well, and I feel like they a lot of times will tailor the intro based on the length of the episode. So there are times you might get a full length intro that's 30 seconds. Sometimes you'll get one that's just a couple seconds, just like a boom, boom. And then they're into the show because it ran a little long or whatever. And they tend to be more instrumental, it seems like, too. Like they used to do for syndication. Like if an episode ran long, they'd cut the opening. Yeah, mm. kind of like The Office is the the first example mm. that kind of comes to mind uh, of the two thousands. Um, that? One thing Josh actually brought up was skipping. That's not something we could do in the nineties and the eighties. <laughs> we weren't able to, you know, that little box didn't pop up and say skip to start. What does it say? Skip, skip credits. Or? Skip, skip intro. Skip intro. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of shows out there where. Honestly, I couldn't I watch them. And I couldn't tell you what the theme song is because I heard it once and then it said skip. And I'm like, yeah, skip. I want to get right to the story. So like I watch uh, Burn Notice and outside of knowing that it's a little tropical sounding, I if I, it came on the radio, I would have been like, oh, that's kind of a jazzy, you know, tiki song. I would. And that's that's kind of the big difference between TV show theme songs back in the day and TV show theme songs post 2000. And now it's like it used to be that it was there to kind of be expository tell the story be catchy you know catch everybody's attention you had to listen to it so it had to be fun now it's like so many people skip them they don't put as much into them and it's more just about setting the mood of the show than it is about telling the story of the show yeah like the well i mean i'll say you're right because every time you would watch a show before you could skip them they had to kind of get you up to speed well, that and you didn't used to be able to pick the time you were going to watch the show necessarily. So if you got a very distinctive theme song, if you're getting uh, chips in the other room and you hear the theme to Gilligan's Island come on, you know, know it's time to get the fuck out of the kitchen and get in front of the TV or you're going to miss it. That's not a thing now. And then there was Peacemaker. <laughs> sure. Yeah, there are <laughs> definitely the exceptions where the song, although I would say that the dance for the Peacemaker opening is uh, more important than the song. Uh, that is a good counterpoint because the song is legit good. I mean, the song, of course, is they're recycling from uh, the band Wigwam, but they put it to use and it makes sense in the context of the show. But yeah, the dance itself, which, you know, it does feature prominent characters and gives you a little bit of their personality sort of, I don't know, but it's something that I've, I'd never skip, even though 
I've, you know, seen it however many episodes there were now every single time. And I've even watched it independently of it. I'm going to have to start watching that one. That has been off my radar. Am I the only one who uh, was thinking, wow, of course, Wigwam? (laughs) Just the way Joel said it. I was like, I I don't think I'd ever heard of Wigwam before this conversation. Yeah, I I was going to go with the uh, Joel says another band nobody's ever heard of and just leave it at that. Okay, I was afraid for a moment it was just me. No, not you. Just James Gunn apparently is a big fan of like, uh, I want to say Danish hair metal. Um, So a lot of the bands that are featured in it, I mean, a lot of the bands in there are just hair metal in general. I mean, you see when he goes through looking through the record collection, mm-hmm. but uh, there's a lot of them in there that are that are foreign, specifically Danish. And I believe Wigwam is is Danish, but if I remember correctly. But it's okay, been a I'll, month or two. So, yeah, I was just I was just remarking on the way you're like, well, of course, it's Wigwam. Everybody knows Wigwam. Of course. And I'm I'm not about to correct you whether they're Danish or not. So. <laughs> now I'm going to have to look it up because I'd like to correct you, but I don't know enough about Wigwam. I'm sorry, Joel. They're from they're from Finland. Oh, Watch the Finnish Wigwam. That's oh, damn it. They're Norwegian. I was I was off. Oh, oh I wish I said Norwegian. That would have been amazing. now I want a Danish. <laughs> <laughs> now I want a Wigwam. I was going to say, you want to eat a Danish and a wigwam? Do you uh, really, do you really, really want one? <laughs> <laughs> I want, I want a wigwam and a teepee because, because I'm too tense. Ugh, Thanks, dad. Joke. So oh, anyway, back boy. to theme songs. Theme songs. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. So has the length of the perfect theme song changed and are they as prevalent in shows as they used to be? I think like Game of Thrones, that had like a two, two minute theme, didn't it? Yeah, and that's one that's like a lot of uh, orchestras covered and whatnot. That would be another exception. While they do have the Dexter style intro with a visual pageantry, uh, I I think that that's one where the theme song is legit important because it walks you through the map and everything. Kind of, kind of, again, does that bring you up to speed type of thing? Get you into the mood type of thing. Well, it's kind of like when we record this show, I know at least for, for Josh in particular, and I'm I'm not sure about the other two of you, but you know, the theme song gets you into the mode to, to go record the show. And I feel like some shows like, like, uh, uh, game of Thrones, I, when I would watch that, it would get me in the right mindset. So when the episode started, I was like, all right, let's go. Let's, you know, see some dragons. Let's see some fighting, uh, whatever. So I think some, some theme songs are like that. Yeah, but it's like the question is like, are they still as prevalent in the way they used to be? I think the question is pretty clearly no. I can think of more movie themes that have popped up on top 10, top 50, top 100. Mm-hmm. Well, shit, a movie, a movie theme just won a, an Oscar. Yeah. And it's in Billboard. Right. Well, actually, that happens every that happens every year. I guess a movie theme wins an Oscar, but still, <laughs> it just dawned on me. I'm like, wait a minute, you not a, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah it's not like it was wigwam or anything. It's like wigwam. That. Come on, <laughs> yeah, everybody knows it's just wigwam. But uh, but no, I mean, it's back then when we even talked about it. You know, uh, Magna PI that was on there. The Hawaii Five O that was that hit the charts also. Now I don't. I mean, it's not like anybody has the theme to Seinfeld on their mix, right? Well, like even that's nineties. Yeah, that is that is nineties. Uh, I I know that I when I've done karaoke, there have sometimes the you'll have a group that did Seinfeld theme song. Well, TV theme songs was a thing, but thanks for stomping oh. on my story. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, sometimes you get a room. The joke was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, sometimes you'll get a room that's all regulars and a theme will develop sometimes uh, on purpose and sometimes by, oh, this is what we're doing tonight, fucker. And theme songs have happened. And thinking back to that night where there were like four hours of karaoke theme songs, not a single one of them was past like friends. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I mean, what are you going to do? Get up there and just be wiener, 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 wiener. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but I mean, you're, you're correct. I mean, it's not like you can get up there and like the theme songs that have words to them nowadays are almost done tongue in cheek and are self-referential to the shows that they're duplicating, like uh, Fuller House. Or uh, my my crazy ex girlfriend. I'd never watched that show, but I watched. I listened to the theme song before we recorded here, and it's it's very expository, but very funny, and you know a lot of words, and just really well done. Well, and then there's the example of um, Laura and I were just watching a series of unfortunate events, uh, the Netflix show, and the theme song changed every episode, and the basic core of the song was the same, like the 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 first quarter of the lyrics but then the second part of the lyrics and and a little beyond that told you know what was what had happened what was coming up in the episode and why you shouldn't watch it because you know it's it's all nothing but sadness and despair um all sung by neil patrick harris and the themes the even the uh the images in the intro changed every week based on what was going to happen on that episode or had just happened in the previous episode so there are there are exceptions to the rule. Sure. And thinking about that, that is, uh, there are variations on a theme. I'm thinking of cable theme songs where like true detective had a different song for each season and the wire had the same song for each season, but done in a different style by different artists. That's kind of cool. Well, and that's also something that's very prevalent in anime also. Oh, for sure. Like, uh, my, my hero academia, you can tell which season, my Hero Academia is because out of which song they have the opening for, you know, it's... even whether you're back half or front half of the season. If I remember, like after the first season, they were doing two different theme songs per season. Attack on Titan. Same thing. Weeds. They had the same theme song for like the first three seasons until she left Agresta. Then they changed the theme song every season. Psychopaths did it too. Yeah. I see. That was something that like back in the, I'm sure in like seventies and eighties, they were like, change the theme song what is this madness you're talking about this is our theme song once you once you wrote it and picked it it was it was in concrete forever yeah because bj thomas had come kick your ass it's funny this show has gone the opposite way we used to change our theme song every episode but it's been mostly the same over the years for a long time it has been the same since about episode 30 40 somewhere in oh, okay there. i thought recently you cut it down a little no, it was one of those things like when we first started doing the show, I was like, oh, yeah, we'll have a different different funny song that'll that fits in with whatever we're talking about. But then it got to be a real bitch to find a song. When the hardest part of the editing was finding a song that you could use. Yeah. Right. I mean, that, that, trying to find a, uh, a song that wouldn't get us copyright infringement that was open, you know, open, open, not open office. You know what I mean? Open license. Open license. And then had something to do with what we were talking about that week. Side dishes. Yeah, do you know how hard it is to find a friggin' song about side dishes? Wigwam has one. Yeah, I'm sure Wigwam <laughs> has one. <laughs> Everybody knows Wigwam's famous for their side dishes. <laughs> for their mm, broccoli casserole song. Now I want to hear a broccoli casserole song. 
ketchup and broccoli. Broccoli casserole in a Danish. Let's go. Oh, my God. <laughs> or just a Danish casserole. Mm. Oh, I'd like Ooh. to subscribe to your newsletter. <laughs> You've subscribed to Patrick's newsletter. Newsfelder? You've subscribed to High Snacks. <laughs> Did you know Patrick can eat 48 Danishes in one sitting? <laughs> Did you know Patrick can remove 48 danishes from his system in merely five minutes? <laughs> I'd like to unsubscribe, please. <laughs> What's the worst theme song you can think of now? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Uh, um, this isn't a show that I watch, but my family does, so I'm familiar with the theme song, and every time I hear it, it's it's just jarring and awful. Boston Legal. Oh, Okay. I will give you that. I like Boston Legal, and they do have a terrible theme song. It's just, yeah, it, it's just a weird wow, wow. conglomeration of strange so- sounds and just like. Is that how it sounds? Yeah, I know. It really sounds. Wow, 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 wow. That's yeah, literally. It's, re- it's not that far off. <laughs> See? It's, wow. I mean, for a song, for a show about a law office, really does not fit the theme. Yeah, it sounds like it should be from a David Fincher movie. Yeah, it really does. About a law office? <laughs> About a serial killing law office. There you go. <laughs> it's a law oh, it's a law office for serial killers. The only only defend serial killers. Oh. <laughs> now we're onto something. <laughs> Get Netflix on the phone. Oh, I got him right here. Hold on. I had to check for time. Yeah, okay. Two and a half men. Fuck that song. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, that's a terrible one. That was one. the show that I told you guys I know someone's going to mention at some point in this show. Oh. Okay. Uh, so there was there was a show I was excited about because the main actor I liked and I've been following his career. And I was like, and he's doing, uh, he was, he was going to do a show in a fandom I, I'm a part of. And then I heard the theme song to Enterprise, and I was like, "Good Lord, what the hell?" Did you oh, do to me? that's the one with lyrics, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it's just so jarringly non-Star Trek. It has lyrics. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's like they were trying to rip off um, uh, Firefly. Well, imagine Enya joined the band Journey, and then they wrote a power ballad with Skid Row. <laughs> what? And that's kind of what it would sound like. He's out of line, it- but he's right. And Ted Nugent is the lead guitarist. What? Yes. That don't make a lick of sense. (laughs) That's true. And neither does that theme song. Oh, my God. That's why Scott Bakula died. (laughs) He's spinning in his grave as we speak. Correct. He never made the leap home, Michael, because of this song. All because of that theme song. Scott Bakula was dead. (laughs) Is he dead? That song song killed him. No. Oh, he's dead inside. Yes. What about you, Mike? What's yours? I don't know. I mean, here, theme song to a show that I like, that I find annoying, definitely Boston Legal. <laughs> I don't even know how it sounds. I'm just making noise. So just go, just pretend you're a duck. Those are kind of the, yeah, that's, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's like if the guy that did the Seinfeld theme song was really drunk and just kind of smashing on his keyboard. That's what Boston Legal was. You are dead on. (laughs) Yeah. Definitely look it up because you're not that far off. God, I'm wondering. I know it's for myself. The worst ones has got to be something from uh, like a kid's show. 
I'm trying to think of you know all the shows that my kids watched. Maybe Kim Possible. No, Kim Possible is actually pretty jazzy. I, I'm just naming kids shows. I was gonna say that one's actually an example of a good cartoon theme song. Okay, yeah. um, iCarly. No, that's another good one. I was thinking like Paul. Not what's the, what's the one with the uh, Wonder Pets? That's one. Ooh, the Wonder Pets where the Wonder Pets is an awful show. The turtle and the yeah. guinea pig and the duck all the become duck. Oh, My kids used to like that. Yeah. My niece used to watch that. Ugh, I hated that show. Yeah. Kids, kids. And that's the thing is like kids theme songs are meant to stick in your oh, head. So the kids well, know the magic school bus. Coming oh yeah. Magic school bus can bite it. That... Yeah. Uh, I just listened to the theme to Boston legal. And it's kind of like if parliament funkadelic was led by the captain and Tennille. <laughs> <laughs> that's you're a, not that's wrong. The most accurate description i've heard yeah that's pretty good <laughs> are we wrong about the womp womp thing george clinton had to take the night off and captain tenille took over <laughs> it was like wow 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 i was like what the hell is this george Clinton's like i gotta go pick up my kids can somebody cover for this and captain tenille like we got it <laughs> here's ten dollars love will keep this song together <laughs> just like their marriage, no, it didn't. Yikes. Scott Bakula cried. <laughs> That's better than my theme song. It doesn't even have words. They promised <laughs> mine would have words. Who's the captain? That's what, <laughs> that's what they should have done for Enterprise. <laughs> what about, is there any uh, songs that get stuck in your head? Mm. Current? I mean, I'm even better now. I mean, if since we're talking about now, I, I think the only one that really made it onto my uh, like playlists is the theme song to Firefly. Well, there's also, I mean, we should probably talk about uh, what I mentioned earlier by accident for the now. The the song that everybody apparently but me loves the theme to Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. Oh yeah. <sighs> I fast forward it every single time. I can't stand Patrick, it. Patrick, I'm on yours, your side for this one because. I have not seen The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, it's so good. It's for a time until I started watching Parks and Rec. I was convinced it was the best comedy I'd ever seen. Huh. It's it's entertaining. It's definitely it's definitely good. I don't know if I'd go that far, but it's slipped it's... on my list down three or four places, but it's still like top five. It's right in my wheelhouse. I mean, anything with um, L.A. Uh... Kemper. No, John Hamm, uh, Jane Krakowski. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, 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 I'm all in. Like I'm pushing my chips on the table. I'm like, I'm all in, brother. Let's go. I but, do, uh, I do enjoy her quite a bit. Wait, Joel made a correct poker reference. That's it. Shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. Right, well, thumbs up, thumbs down on theme songs. Then I guess we're done here. <laughs> Stuck in my head, it's gonna be uh, Three's Company for me. That's not now, though. I thought we were talking about just for then and when and ever. Oh, are we wrapping it up already? Is it like a Christmas gift? I, that was a joke. I was talking about wrap up the podcast, Joel. Right. <laughs> Suddenly, okay, well, we're here? Wait, what? No, we don't have the, all, not all the four horsemen have ridden. He still hasn't gotten through a whole show without stepping on Josh's stories. <laughs> I stepped on his joke like Yeah, earlier. it already happened. We're good. <laughs> no, I mean, you haven't. You know, you, when you don't do it, that's a warning to us all. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Um, I'm trying to think, like, even like for my favorite shows from recent times, I can't think of it. Like, 
every now and then, like uh, the the curb your enthusiasm song will play in my head when something weird happens or funny happens or awkward or whatever in my head. But it's not like it just runs around constantly. So. Mm. And that's yeah. kind of like a meme deciding to take place in your brain. Right. Yeah. More than an yeah. earworm. Yeah. I can't, yeah, I can't think of any modern TV theme show that has gotten stuck in my head like some of the old ones do. Scrubs, maybe? Maybe Scrubs. Yeah. But even so, it's more of the, the soundtrack to Scrubs, like some of the songs that play on the shows more than the theme song. I'm um, no Superman. Boink! Life is... Uh, the theme song, actually, to circle back to a series of unfortunate events, that theme song got stuck in my head when we were watching it, the the series, because it just did, because he's like, uh, look away, look away, and he just keeps talking about, you know, that's like the main part of the song. He keeps talking about, don't look at this, don't watch this show, and it gets stuck in your head. You'd understand if you heard the theme song. I like the fact that it's... Uh... Patrick Warburton. Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, Neil. And Patrick Warburton is, is Lemony Snicket. Oh, okay. That's right. He's your trustworthy narrator. What about you, Josh? You got anything that sticks in your head? Knives. Your hair. Forks. Gum. Sarah's foot. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a, yeah. Firefly was on my, I, although you could say, because I heard Joel uh, put a little bit of uh, Malcolm in the middle. That's another good answer for one that can get stuck in your head. Oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah. I mean, good old "They Might Be Giants" song. What about something like um, "It's Always Sunny"? Well, that, I mean that, that. Yeah, that's like the most basic thing. They just took a, a, a what a, a public license song and walked and drove around the city with a three hundred dollar camcorder. <laughs> it just fits so perfectly, though, and it gets stuck. I mean, it got stuck in my head when I was when I first started watching the show, and I was watching a lot of it. Like, I just hear it randomly in my head. And, you know, there's no lyrics, but it's just kind of that real kind of soothing kind of orchestral thing going on. I didn't realize it was like a public domain thing. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I don't know if I've, I'd ever describe Always Sunny as soothing. The, the song. Yeah, but they li- they literally just did that whole thing just to get, like, the original pilot that they had done. They just, we just need an intro. We'll do something professional when the show gets picked up. If it gets picked up and it got picked up and they just never did anything. They're just like, well, just, they're like, well, they seem to be fine with the intro. Let's just leave it. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> now that'll get stuck in your head. Yes. Have you ever loved a song and hated the show? Oh, love the song. Hate the show. Uh, yeah. That's a good question. Is this all time or? Yeah, let's just say all time. Love the song, hate the show. Um, Sanford and Son. I mean, like I said, it's one of my favorite TVs. I mean, I don't hate the show, but I don't enjoy it near as much as I enjoy the theme song. Uh, the Jeffersons, same thing. Mm. Um, I can agree with that one. I always, I always was kind of, I'd watch the show if it was on because there was, you know, at that point there wasn't really much else to watch, <laughs> uh, and it was okay. I just but, never found the Jeffersons yeah. that funny. The theme song, though, gets stuck in your head. Yeah, hell yeah. It's a great theme song. And as far as Stanford and Son, you know, it's like I'm a big Red Fox fan of his stand-up. And I like him as the character, but I didn't like anybody else on that show. I didn't, you know, on Stanford and Son. So. You, you dummy. You certainly look like a curtain. Probably the only example that's uh, coming to mind of something where I didn't care for the uh, show, but really did like the theme song would be Peter Gunn. 
I mean, as far as like uh, all time great theme songs go, Peter Gunn, yeah. we talked about that in the first half, but like the show is kind of like Magnum PI, but boring. I've never, I've never actually seen Peter Gunn, so I don't have any opinion on that. It's show. like cop show before they figured out the equation. <laughs> yeah, just a cop sitting at a desk doing his paperwork. Yeah. Well, he's a private eye, but it's it's like there's so many more PI shows that are more exciting. It's the bottom <laughs> just, of the barrel yeah, for me. Ha- half hour of him just doing doing surveillance. He's just sitting there with binoculars, taking notes. <laughs> Yep, they're fucking. Wow. Like this might not this might not be the pace we're looking for. Scritch, scritch, scritch. And he starts driving off. Wow. Na, 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 na. <laughs> wow, wow. Well, all right. We can do thumbs up, wow. thumbs down. Wow. Yeah, so yeah, is there a, is there a thumbs up, thumbs down on TV theme shows? We're for them. Two thumbs up from me. No, I was just gonna say we're, we're doing thumbs up, thumbs down. We don't do thumb. <laughs> yeah, we don't do thumbs up, thumbs down for most memory shows. I'm just. Yeah, make it just make a choice, Joel. Thumbs down for memories. I'm funning you, Joel. Yeah, <laughs> don't panic, Joel. There's no choice to be made here. I was just funning you. <laughs> I will say I'm thumbs sideways on the concept that theme songs seem to have faded in importance. Like, aside from times where you like WandaVision, where each episode the theme song was keyed to the decade that they were set in. Oh, like that was super important. But that was like part of the whole experience where you look at the other Disney Plus theme songs. I mean, the the Mandalorian is basically a chord. <laughs> like, I, I don't miss them, I guess is what I'm getting at. Yeah, same with like Better Call Saul. It's like, like what, five chords and done? Or Breaking Bad, where I actually wrote, <laughs> it would come on and I just to make it a little bit more interesting, I'd go, break on bad. You know, just for fun. Uh, and WandaVision, what a great example. I, don't, I wish I would have thought of that. But that's also why it didn't necessarily stick in your head, because it was different every single time. True. And it was really part of the show. Like, you were maybe not getting narrative, but you were getting information about what was going on. Talk about the setting mood. You know? yeah, yeah, for sure. And for people our age it was kind of a fun nostalgia trip because you're like, Oh, I watched that show in syndication when I was a kid. I watched that show as it was happening. That show as I was, you know, in college, that one when I was, you know, in my twenties. And so you were kind of reliving and you could spot the decade just by the theme song. It was really kind of brilliant actually. Yeah. And then the reveal for how each of the individual shows was uh, chosen. I'm, I, we're not doing WandaVision, so I won't spoil it here. Because that that would be a, a out of nowhere spoiler, but it's it's pretty <laughs> satisfying. We're just gonna do the spoiler show. Just we're gonna ruin everything. Before <laughs> yeah. going on fourteen ruins everything. Tag tagline: Darth Vader is Luke's dad. Yeah, that's our last show. We just ruin everything for everyone. <laughs> we're getting spoilers on shit that hasn't even come out yet. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So if you have uh, a theme song that you wished we'd talked about, like you're like, I just listened to this whole show about theme songs. I can't believe they didn't once mention blank. Let us know. Give us a call at 708-NOW-RAP. That's 708-669-9727. Yep. And again, if you're looking for our back catalog of shows, you can find them on your favorite podcast app, such as Podbean or Pandora. 
You can also, if you enjoy the show, we'd love to hear about us. You can leave us a review or a thumbs up on Apple, Google, or Amazon podcasts. And you can also support us with the Kofi link in the show notes and help keep us our internet costs at bay. Joel, what do we have coming up soon? Uh, Wigwam. Um, No, uh, we're going to be talking about a personal favorite of ours. I Love Lucy versus the recent uh, Being the Ricardos film on Amazon. Uh, Kids in the Hall are come back for uh, another round. Uh, Chip and Dale. And we're going to have a house party jammy jam. That I'm looking forward to. (laughs) I am too. Can any of you do the kid kid and play kick step? If I tried to, I'd lose a hip. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fairly certain Laura can, although we'll have to test that out at Jen. I can do that once. (laughs) (laughs) He realized she was just kicking him. (laughs) Oh, damn it. Maybe it was. Just wanted to practice kicking him. I don't know this dance. All right, everybody, we'll be back soon with I Love Lucy, and uh, thank you all for listening. See you next week. (laughs) I belong to Hufflepuff Puff Pass.